Boker Ola Botai, welcome. So we are here uh, at 10.15. Be'erech. <clears throat> and uh, we have... Uh, we've been having a custom over this uh, past couple of months, during the change of schedule, to discuss some inyane halacha, practical halachot. A lot of these halachot are based on questions that people uh, either ask or send in and we try to uh, give some clarity. But today's question was actually asked by one of our members that has to do with the laws of ma'asir. We know that there's an inyan to give 10%. Asir ta'asir, to give ma'asir, to sedaqah. And we also know that the Gemara says in Ta'anit, Aser, Ta'aser, Aser, Bishvil, Shetet Asher. That uh, when the person gives Ma'aser correctly, so that brings him to Oshir. It brings him to wealth. So the question uh, that uh, the member asked is then why don't we see people who are giving Ma'aser, why don't we see necessarily they become wealthy? So that's, uh, that's a strong question. So the, the simple answer would be, is that because they're not giving ma'asir, they're not, they're not doing it correctly. They might think that they're giving ma'asir, but they actually might be giving less. The Gemara says in Ketuvot, regarding Sedaqah, melah mamon hasir. That if you want, you sort your money, you have to let go of it. So they're comparing uh, giving the tzedakah to salting a piece of meat. Just like the salting of the piece of meat preserves the piece of meat. So when a person wants to salt his money, he wants to preserve his money, hased, he has to let it go. So the mashal would be that if you have a big piece of meat and you, you, you don't put enough salt, so then the meat is going to spoil. Even though you've said, what if I put the salt? But you didn't put enough salt. So the same thing when it comes to the tzedakah, if you don't give enough, so therefore you didn't fulfill the, uh, the threshold of ma'asir, and therefore you don't get the, uh, the benefits. And the Hafez Chaim actually says in Ahavat Chesed that there's a special yetzerah that rich people have, that, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if I had the money, I would give uh, all the money, I would give tzedakah, I would be, uh, you know, all day long writing checks. And then once they become rich, all of a sudden... Uh, they realize it's not so easy to part with the money. So there's a big yetzerara of kamsanut, the Chaim says, therefore it's not so easy. You think our guy is rich, it's easy to give tzedakah. It's not. There's a big resistance that comes with the nisayon of Oshem. That's one of the nisayonot. They should be able to remain open-handed. So that's the simple answer. You know, the question is, why don't the people who give ma'asir become rich? It's because they're not giving ma'asir. Rav uh, wrote a perush on Sefer Hasidim. And uh, in his perush on Sefer Hasidim, in Ochin Sadiheh, so he says yet a, uh, a different reason. He says because the money that they're giving is stolen money. It's gezer. You know, they make ill-gained profits, and then they give money to tzedakah. So that's a mitzvah ba'avera. It's a mitzvah that they're doing by giving tzedakah, but through an avera, 
There's no good that comes out of that. That's sheker. And therefore, he says, uh, no, no wealth is going to come from ma'asid that's given from gezer. Uh, the pasuk says in the Torah, miksha zahav tahor, that the menorah was made out of one piece of solid gold. And the Baalim Musar say that zahav tahor, to find pure gold without any gezel is miksha, is difficult. Miksha zahav tahor. It's kasher to find zahav tahor because everybody cuts corners and people, you know, like the Gemara says, rubam bagezel. Majority of the people uh, have gezel, the hands have gezel. So that would be a second reason. A third reason that I found is from the Aruch HaShulchan. In Siman Resh Mem Zayin, if Zayin, he says that sometimes God does not let the wealth come to the person because really this person was supposed to die or get sick, Shalom, or have Yisurin. And clearly he says, if you would ask the guy, would you rather that you don't become wealthy, but at least you won't have Yisurin, or you want the wealth with the, uh, with the sickness? So clearly the person would say, give me the, uh, give me the health and forget about the money. So Osher is defined in different ways. In this case, it's, it's, it's understood as, uh, like it says, Ezu Ashir, and the Baalim Musar say, Ashir is Lashir Tevot, Enayim, Shinayim, Yadayim, Raglayim. That's Ashir also, that he has his health. And therefore it could be, that if he would get the money, but he's not going to have his health and he wouldn't want that. So that's another, another explanation. I mean, if we had to give a, a fourth explanation, it's probably uh, 3B, meaning wealth is not defined necessarily by money. Wealth is defined by attitude. So all it means is that he's going to be satisfied. But I guess, I guess it's not true, because the guy who's asking that question, it seems he gives his ma'asin and he's not satisfied. That's why he's asking the question. How can he become rich? So obviously he's still hungry. So I don't know if that answer uh, applies. But the answer that I really came to dwell today is what the Radbaz writes in uh, his Teshuvot, in Chedek Gimal, in Siman Tafmem Aleph. And this is a very, very basic point. They're giving the Maaser. They're giving the 10%. Maybe they're even giving more than the 10%. And their money is pure money. It's Tahor. And there's no Gezerah on the guy. So the question is, why does he become rich? So we have to discuss where the money of Maaser is supposed to go. Which means it's quite possible that the guy's giving Maaser, but he's not giving it to the right places. And therefore he's not getting the, uh, not getting the benefit of the Maaser. So the question we really discussed today is, where should Maaser money primarily go? It's a question that everybody always asks, What's the, where should I give my tzedakah to? Where should I give my 10% to? <clears throat> so... We begin with the Midrash. The Midrash is in Kohelet, Midrash Rabbah. In Perek Yud Aleph. So the Pasuk writes in Kohelet, Shelah lachmecha al hamayim. Send your, uh, uh, your bread al hamayim. Send your bread to the, uh, to the water, over the water. Shelah lachmecha al hamayim. So what is this referring to? So Amar If you have a desire to do tzedakah, do it 
with those that are studying Torah. She'en ma'im ha'amur kan elad ledevre Torah. When it says in the pasuk, send your bread, meaning your sedaka al pene ha'ma'im, the ma'im is referring to Torah, because Torah is compared to water, like it says, hoi kol tzameh lechud ha'ma'im. So the Midrash is very clear that primarily tzedakah should go to Amale Torah, those that toil in the study of Torah. Furthermore, there's a Midrash, Tanhumah, Parashat Re'eh, Ot Yudchet. On the Pasuk, Aser Ta'aser, give them Aser. So Midrash says, Aser Bishvil Shitit Asher, like we said. Aser Kedeshelot Et Haser. Remez lemefarshe yamim lehafrish echad ma'asara la'amale Torah. Oh, clearly the Midrash says, here we have a remez to take 10% and give it to amale Torah. To those that are studying Torah, so those are the two sources that are clearly giving us a direction where the ma'asar should be given to. Now, there was a rabbi called Rabbi Yosef Kara, we know he's the author of Shuchan Aruch, everybody knows that. And he also wrote a book of She'elot Chuvot. It's called Avkat Rochev. Avkat Rochev, right over here, you see it. And over here, Maran really discussed uh, a lot of interesting questions. And in Avkat Rochev, in Siman Giman. Uh, everybody should read this Siman. This question that they asked him was, Al devar ha maaser beeze often yifrosh umay yasebo. Unbelievable! Asking Maran a question: Why do you do maaser and what do you give it to? <laughs> Everybody should have to know this one. People who are giving sedaka have to know. So he writes in the middle of the teshuvah, and he says, "The ulam la daat may yasebo." But to know what is he, what should he do with it? What should he do with the money? So he says. וראוי שישתדל לתיתם חציים או רובם לבעלי תורה. So Maran says either 50% or more, or רובם, should go to those that study Torah וקרוביו. If they have a relative better, העניים. וכמו שאמרו בחולין, explains. And he quotes an unbelievable Yerushalmi. Yerushalmi is in Masekat Megillah, Perek Gimal, Sof Halakha Aleph. A story. Rav Bar Abba Azal Le-Taman. Rav Bar Abba went over there. So they gave him money. It seems Rav used to give out tzedakah. So they gave him money. He was the Gabbai. Le-Miflegel Yatmev Le-Armaltah. To give to Yetumim and Almanot. Nafak, he went, Palginu Rabbanan. He gave it out to the rabbis. He didn't give it out to the Yetumim and Almanot. So he says, Imken Anuroim, Afilu Shannotena Tzedakan Natalah Halakal Yetumim and Almanot. The guy gave it to Yetumim and Almanot. Halkana Bihayal Hachamim. Shalom Midat Anoten. Even Shalom Midat, the guy didn't take. Imken Sekharo Gadol. So he says, Ad kedekach, to show you how great it is to give it to the Tamidah Achamim, that even if the guy thought he's giving to Yitumim Ba'almanot, it's to his benefit. It's to his benefit that the money went to Tamidah Achamim, so he actually gave him an upgrade. It's like the guy came along and said, you know, buy me an uh, economy class ticket, please, on uh, the flight to Europe. 
And you went for the same money, you bought him a first class ticket. You don't got to ask him, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't ask you first. He's a beautiful, same money, you got me a first class ticket. Hazak Baruch, you misakeh him. So this is uh, very, very, very important that the Hafez Chaim also in Habat Chesed. Hafez Chaim wrote a book, Habat Chesed, on the laws of Tzedakah. And he writes over there in Perik Yutet, Ve'im Kerovav Enam Anim, Hafez Chaim's rule is charity starts at home. So if you have a family relative that's an Ani, of course it should go to him. <clears throat> but if you don't have a family relative, Baruch Hashem, that's Ani, give it to other Ani. Again, same rule. It starts with those that are studying Torah. Another source is at the end of Siman Ayin Vav. So he's talking about are you allowed to give Ma'asid to your children that are in Kolel, let's say, or your sons in law that are learning in Kolel, for example. If they're American, you count that as ma'asir. Chamavajah's words. V'kol sheken kishibanav mamshichim la'asot baturah bekolilim ashen baruchu and they're learning baruch Hashem v'ken kishibinotav or his daughters nisuot etamidei achim or married etamidei achamim hashomdim ba'olah shel Torah shemitzvah gedolai lefanesam bechavod it's a mitzvah to give them the panasah utztaka gedolai and that's considered <clears throat> so we're getting we're getting a, a, a clarity, Rabotai. Clarity is that primarily Ma'asir, primarily, like we saw, the Nashon of Maran, Hetzio Orubo should be given to Tamida Hakamim. But it should be pointed out that Ma'asir is given to Aniim. Tamida Hakamim Aniim. So there's a, a question over here when you're giving the money to, let's say, a yeshiva. Now, maybe not every guy in the yeshiva is poor. So how do we, uh, again, that's a very important klal ma'asir. The tzedakah goes to aniim specifically. That's the way the poskim learn it. So over here, uh, I saw brought down by the mefarshim that they say, a sefer called tzedakah mishpat writes, that you give to institutions, the yeshivot. Maybe his father not supporting him. The guy's a rich guy, lives in a bigger house than you're living in. The guy's a, whatever, whatever it is. So now you're giving the money to the yeshiva, this guy gets $1,000. So now your money went to a, to a rich guy. So he says, which is usually the case, the majority of the, of the members are aniim. It's still a mitzvah to support Torah, whether the guy's the money or not. So he comes along in the halakha and he says that it's okay to give it. But if you can make a stipulation, it's better to tell the Rosh Hashiva when you're giving the money, please make sure my money goes to you know, the poor guy. I don't, know, I don't want to pay for the guy's uh, villa in, uh, you know, in, in uh, whatever it is, in the, in the island over there in the Bahamas. So let it go for the Ani. So that's why uh, I would tell you, Rabotai, for all our members that support Kolel Hatzot, every member is not only learning Torah, but they are Aniim. This is the, when we say on the holidays, the Anila Aniyeh Anenan, there's these 18 guys, Miskinim, that they don't have, uh, 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 you know, an, an, anything extra. Everyone's living on the Arts of Amazon. So that's it, finish. And we should stop over here, give all your money to Kolel Hatzot, Klasna. It's Tamut Torah, it's Aniim, it's the highest level, and finish. But, 
<coughs> we must uh, we must continue over here because there's some other questions that people always want to know regarding uh, spending for the uh, for the maaser. One question that uh, they asked is, uh, what else can you uh, spend the money to? So there was a great rabbi from Halab. He's called the Maharshal. He lived at the end of the 1700s. Maharshal is Rabbi Shilomo, Rabbi Rafael Shilomo Lanyado. Maharshal, they called him. Morenu, Arab, Rabbi Shilomo Lanyado. And he wrote a sefer called Bet Dino Shel Shilomo. Uh, he served as the rabbi in Halab for 54 years. And then his son, Rabbi Ephraim, took over. Uh, he was... Uh, Gaon, Dayan, Sadiq, Hasid, Mekubal, everything you want in a rabbi. They even tell a story about the Marshal that in Halab, I guess in the early 1800s, there was a plague. Like we have a plague now, there was a Magifa. And Rabbi Shalomo, Rabbi Shalomo wrote a Kamiya. And he gave the Kamiya to the Shamosh of Halab. And he told the Shamosh of the Bet Knesset, go to the Bet Knesset in the middle of the night. And when you hear the, the spirits and the Mazikim come into the Bet Knesset, Give them the kamiya. Shamosh says, hold it, hold it. I'm not going anywhere. Where are we going to the shul? And the bezikim are going to come. I don't, I'm scared. I don't want to do it. The rabbi told him, I promise you, you're not going to get hurt. And if you do it, I'm So the marasha writes a kamiya. And he, oh, look at that. Beautiful. Where is that, honey? Where's that burial? Israel? Hala? That's the grave. Okay, beautiful. So anyway, he writes the, uh, the Kamiya and he gives it to uh, the Shamosh. The Shamosh goes to the Bet Kines in the middle of the night and all of a sudden, he starts to doze off. He falls asleep, but also in the middle of his sleeping, he hears a whirlwind. And all of a sudden, Mazikim are coming into the shul. He goes, oh, these are the guys. So he runs up to them and he hands them the, uh, the Kamiya of the Rav. And as he's handing it, they're announcing names. They're announcing names of the members of the community. Once they got the uh, kamiya, they stopped saying the names. The next morning, he goes to Rabbi Lanyar and says, I gave the kamiya to the, to the, uh, to, to the mazikim. He says, uh, very good. You stopped the magifa, we're very happy. He says, but I have to admit, Rabbi, I fell asleep. He says, I know all those names are the people that died last night. If you would have not fell asleep and giving him the kamiya a minute before, those people wouldn't have died as well. So look at this. These people know how to uh, stop plagues by giving... Uh, uh, the Shamosh was on the level to see the Mazikim and give them the uh, and Rabbi Lanyar said what did the Mazikim say when you gave them the Kamiya they said woe to us we have no more Panasa in this town they, they took away our Panasa from the, in this town we can't take any more souls he was also the Tokeya on Rosh Hashanah in, in Halab and they tell a story that when he got old so his son would be Ephraim Lanyado took over and uh, after Rosh Hashanah, Rabbi Shalomo, Rabbi the Marshal, asked the Kahal, how's my son? How's he blow the shofar? He said, he's good. At the beginning, he was a little nervous. But uh, at the end, uh, Baruch Hashem, the sounds came out. So he called the son. He said, uh, what happened? What, what did you get uh, nervous over here? He said, what I tell you, Daddy, when I was saying the Yiratzo uh, before the shofar, I said, and please, God Almighty, like we say, send down the Malachim, Hamimunim, Alatashtat, Matara, Matashat, and all of a sudden, I see the Malachim start coming down from heaven, standing next to me. I got pa'ad ma'bit. I couldn't get a sound out until I got my bearings again. 
So Rabbi Nanyan said, what do you think? They're coming down for 50 years. Every every year of Shana, they come down. You think you're calling them, they're going to come. So you see these were great, great Achamim. When they called the Malachim, the Malachim came down to them, they listened to them. Anyway, in the Bit Dinosh Shalomor, he writes a lot about the laws of Ma'asir as well. And uh, he writes that in the Bet Knesset in Halab, he established that there should be three charity boxes. Uh, one was for Talmud Torah, one was for Bikor Holim, and one was Haknasat Orchim. So Talmud Torah is for learning, Bikor Holim is for the people that are sick, and then one was for Haknasat Orchim. And he writes that the Hainu La'amalet Torah V'la'aniyim Shehi Ikar HaMa'asir. That's his Lashon. It's in Yoredi'ah, Siman Aleph. How much the first uh, Siman, Yoredi'ah, Bedino Shel Shalomo. He says, She ikara ma'asir, u bifrat kupat the Talmud Torah shebe'irenu halab. He says, especially our kupat that we have in halab, that's uh, the yeshiva, shehonechet lo'otzat tinokot shebet raman, it pays for the education of the kids. And l'achir, to feed the students and the talmidim, u la'azik biyad makredatik, and to pay the teachers, and kind of air, these were poor people. And therefore he said, for sure, that is the best one. Again, aniim. The sick people, they need medicine, they need food and stuff like that. First, fine. And then he writes, and giving money to, let's say, to bury somebody that needs a burial. That should be a small uh, a percentage. Uh, on the bottom it says that, um, yeah, like a quarter of a percentage. 75% should be given to the, the ones that we mentioned above. Tamut Torah, of course, the lion's share. Okay, because Olim, Aniyim, Achnasat, Olim, have a poor guy that doesn't have to stay. Poor guy needs to pay his rent. Very simple, poor guy needs to pay his rent, I can't live. That's okay, we understand. But then he says, for other types of Gilut Hasadim, that should be the, the smaller percent. Uh, so that's, uh, that's that. Uh, furthermore, another question that comes up regarding the uh, Ma'asir, we get this question all the time, is, uh, oh, what is this here about You can sign in from another device. Messenger is now inactive. Okay, I don't know what that means. Okay, Rabotai. Uh, a lot of times the yeshiva sells, uh, what do you call it, raffles. Raffles, they're raffling off a sip of Torah, they're raffling off six tickets to, uh, to Jindisville, they're raffling off all sorts of stuff. Uh, so now the question is, when you're buying a raffle, tific, raffle ticket from the yeshiva, so can you use the raffle ticket uh, for ma'asir, for ma'asir money or not? So, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein has this in his Tishuvot, in Ora Hayim, Helek Dalit, Siman Ayin, Mamashi has it. And he has an interesting Hidush uh, over here. He says, it depends if the raffle ticket or the, the lottery has set odds. I'll explain what that means. If it's fixed odds, so then there's a value to each ticket, so then already you cannot use it for Ma'asir. What is the case? Let's say the yeshiva is raffling off a thousand bucks. And they tell you from the beginning, we're not raffling off the thousand bucks until we sell 5,000 tickets. And that's what we're selling, 5,000 tickets, no more, no less. So then already you know your odds. 
You know that if you buy a ticket, it's one in 5,000, so you could put a price on that. There's a price somebody will pay knowing exactly those odds. This is in that case over there, there's a value. That's a value like that, you can sell it. And therefore, it's not considered, in his understanding, ma'asir. Uh, 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 you can buy the ticket, good luck. However, most raffles are not like that. The yeshiva, of course, sells as much as they can sell. They tell you we're going to sell, uh, if we can sell a million raffles, we're going to sell a million, but the cutoff point is going to be June 1st. After June 1st, we're going to call the raffle whatever we sold. So it's a safek. Nobody knows if his odds are 1 in 5,000 or 1 in 5 million. So he says there's no really value today. You can't put a value on that because you don't know your, your, your odds. Therefore, he says 100%. If the money's for the yeshiva, meaning where it's going to pay for the teachers, anim, and so on and so forth, then it'd be permissible to use ma'asir money. However, uh, he says that if he wins, then he shouldn't use that money for ma'asir, meaning the money that he paid for the ticket, he should you know, put it back in his ma'asir account. And Reb Moshe's opinion is, you have to give, of course, ma'asir from the winnings, and his opinion is you should give it to the place that you won, the place that gave you the prize. That, that's of course, a they gave you $10,000. We had a guy once in Park Avenue Shul. He got an aliyah. I was there on Sukkot, Rabbi Shweki is the Baal Kore, may he be well. And okay, Rabbi Shweki, he's after, he says, okay, Misha Berach. He's a Misha Berach, Abotenu Yibarech, Hashem Atov Kihar, whatever his name is, Shemit Nadev, $101 to Mikdash Melech. Rabbi Shweki went berserk on the guys. Mikdash Melech, we gave you the aliyah. What does Mikdash Melech have to do with this over here? Go to Mikdash Melech for an aliyah. What are you giving to a different place for? We gave you Ayat Derech Eretz. You want to give 101 also to Mikdash Melech? Good luck. But give something to the, to the, to the Sakarat Atov. So the same thing over Moshe holds that, you know, you, while you're not obligated to give the Maasid back to the place, but that would be the, um, that would be the best, uh, the best thing over there. Another question, another question that we have Another question that we have that comes up uh, a lot. And again, this comes from the Bed Dinosh Shalomo. They asked the Bed Dinosh Shalomo the same the Siman that we mentioned. Buying Aliyot in the synagogue. Buying Aliyot. And these type of mitzvot. So the question is, can that count as, uh, as ma'asir? So interesting, Maran in the Avkat Rochel, in that teshuvah that we quoted, right at the end, he says, inyan liknot mitzvot knesset, im mimaot shekonim notnim la'aniyim gam zemutar. Oh, so that's, that's a very, very important yesod. You gotta know where the money's going to. Now, it's quite possible you give money to the shul, a lot of the personnel over there are poor people. The rabbis in the shul, the, whoever they're paying for, some of the, the people on the staff, okay, they are uh, needy people. So if the money is going to pay for the rabbanim, let's say, of the shul, where the money's going to, or to pay for the workers, let's say, in the shul, and they are anim, uh, that'll be mutad. However, the Bet Yenoshe Shalom writes that, or actually it's the, it's the Taz, I'm sorry. The Taz writes in Yored De'ah Siman Resh Memtet, I'm quoting the Taz, Le'inyan Kiniyat Mitzvot Bebet Knesset. Oh, our question. Taz is in Yored De'ah Resh Memtet, 
סעיף קטן א', דאם בשעת קניית המצוות היה דעתו על זה, היה סתיו כוונה that he's using מעשר מנים, at the time that he's purchasing, דאם מעות לצדקה הזיר, ואף שהוא נהנה, the fact that he's getting a הנאה is not a problem, because we know that you're allowed to have a הנאה from the מעשר, for example, you can give the מעשר to certain people because you know that they're going to benefit you later on, it's not a problem. Let's say when he was buying the Aliyah, he didn't think about Maaseh. He wasn't thinking about it. Then retroactively, he can't give it from Maaseh. That's his only condition. But then he writes. He says, or it's Mashman from his Lashon. Right, he says, Ma'ot are going to Tzedakah. It's Mashman that only again if the money is going to go to Aniim. Stam Tzedakah is for the Aniim. Now, the Mefarshim do make one stipulation. Now, by the way, it's quite possible that some synagogues, that part of their budget is that they give out uh, money from their budget to Siddhaqah during the year. You know, part of their operating budget is that when cases come up, a poor person and so on and so forth, that from that money that they raise, they give money to the Anim as well. That's important to remember because it'll factor in in the final result. So he says... That the Bedin should Shalomo, he brought down the Taz, which the Taz says if the money's going to Tzedakah, as long as you stipulated initially, it's okay. So he says, the Lenyan Aliyat Sefer Torah, Shanidavot, Holchim the Kupash of Tzedakah, Baim in a Maaser, and therefore it's what Hagbaha, Petihataka, Simichot, Ach, Beinyan, Shiet Datol, the Knot in a Maasrot. Uh, this is only talking a big hadushim. It's talking about where there wasn't a buyer. If, if, if the sedaka was going to get the money anyway, then you can't use it for maaser. What does it mean? Big hadushim saying now. He holds. Let's say you have a guy who bids hundred bucks. So the sedaka was getting hundred. So when you say hundred and ten dollars. You're not benefiting the tzedakah only 10 bucks because the 100 dollars they got already from the first guy. So he holds you're only allowed to give ma'asir on the difference between the raising of the bid. <laughs> because what did you benefit? What did you benefit? You didn't benefit nothing. The guy says 101. You come along and say, you come along and say 102. So what did you benefit, by the way? One dollar. The guy was getting it from the other guy. So you can only give what the hana'ah is to the anim when you're giving the hana'ah. We didn't need your 100 bucks. We had the 100 from this guy over there. Oh, what are we gaining from you? Because you give us 10 more bucks. Okay, 10 bucks, you benefited us. And that's the way it comes out. According to his Pesach he says, first of all, tonight number one, Bish'at kiniyat da'to al That's important. He has a kavanah, which we should have that kavanah anyway. The odd, tenai shiyeten raka hosafa shemosif al כמו אם חברו אמר חמישים והוא אמר שמונים ייתן רק שלושים מהמעשר he should only give thirty from מעשר not the, not the fifty now and that is assuming also that the money is going to go to ta'aniim so the question is it's not always so uh, it's not always so פשוט Yeah, he, he, he writes, I, I, I'll tell you what he writes. He writes over here, Hafez Chaim, in Abba Tresem, 
ולקנות עליות ממעות מעשה, אם המעות מתחלק לעניים, אין להחמיר, it's okay. נהר מצרים writes, הרב בית דינו של שלמה, יזכור לבית דינו של שלמה, הוסיף, לכל מה שהטיל לתת לשליש ולהביע, that's a big key, he held, you shouldn't give the full money, you should only take a third or a quarter. from your ma'asen money to pay for aliyot. That was the Beit Din Shilomo because he knows that not all the money is going to Aniyim. So he came out with a, 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 a formula, part of it. He, again, he doesn't have a, a set number, you know, 2.478%. It's not the Bana over here. But he's telling you, okay, a third or a quarter. He says, Because why? It seems the synagogue in Halab Part of their budget was to give to the Aniyim. Part of their budget was to give to the Aniyim. So therefore, part of the budget is to give to the Aniyim. So uh, your money's in there. Your money's in there to the, uh, the Aniyim as well. So between this personnel and the shuls, and some of them are considered Aniyim. And plus the, the charity they give on the holiday. But he writes, and I'm quoting the Nahal uh, Mitzrayim. He says, Abal, במקומות שנהגו שלא לתת לעניים בחגים, זה לא כיף של עניים. אלא כל ההכנסות הולכים לבדק הבית. It all goes to pay for bills. וכן לחזנים ושמשים. So he says, אפילו שהם עניים אי אפשר לתת לזה בקופת המעשר, שלא לתת במקומות שלא הולך להכנסנים. Again, it's got to go to העניים. I'll tell you the way he quotes it over here, אבל אם הלשון is אבל אם הכסף לא הולך לעניים, אסור. ואפילו שנותנים הכסף לחכמי העיר. אם זה נגיד לרבא זה נסיד, זה נגיד לסטורי. זה נגיד, זה לא פשוט, רבותיי. זה לא פשוט, הרבה אנשים, הם אוהבים לדקט את העליות למעשר, הם צריכים They're giving ma'asir to, 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 to the wrong, uh, the guy said, Rabbi, I gave 53%. I was like, what do you give 53%? But you give it to the Aniyim. You gave it to pay for, uh, I don't know what you, what you gave it to pay for, for potato chips. So therefore, you have to know who to give it to. That's the Adbaz's point. Again, primarily, we, we put the order. Aniyim always come first. Tabideh HaChamim Aniyim is the is the highest madriga. Now that doesn't mean you shouldn't buy Aliyot, Rabotai. What do you mean? They were selling Aliyot and Halab. Whether, whether, whether it comes from Maasir money or not is a separate uh, issue. Still, this is good to buy. By the way, you're not allowed to buy a car from Maasir money. So, but you still buy a car, don't you? Nobody says, oh, I can't, use, I, can't, I, can't, I can't buy a car from Maasir money. I'm, 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 I'm going to walk. Oh, you can't buy, you can't go to Florida on Maasir money. But you go to Florida 10 times a year, which means all of a sudden when it comes to an Aliyah, you're going to say, oh, I can't use my Maasir money, pass. What do you pass? You don't pass on anything else in life because you can't use the Maasir money. You go out for dinner every week, you eat $200 dinner. You can't, you can't charge that to the Maasir account. Does anybody ever say, well, if I can't use the Maasir account, I'm not, uh, not going to give it. Which you, uh, my point is we buy a lot of discretionary items that are not from Maasir, we have no problem to buy it. So you have to put your, your mind that another luxury thing to get is Aliyah Shishi on uh, you know, uh, Shabbat, or Petihat Aichal on uh, Rosh Hashanah, it's a luxury item. Of course it's a luxury, it's not a necessity, but if you have the money and you're buying uh, jewelry and you're buying uh, gadgets, uh, put, deal, of course, put this on the list of, of, of discretionary, you know, non-essential uh, uh, items that technically you can live without. But again, that's the benefit of having money, Rabotai.
the benefit of having money is that you can afford to buy these things that maybe the next guy can't buy. So therefore, but again, taking it from the Maaser, ultimately we're going to say you could take only the part that you up the ante, and even that it should only be partial from Maaser, because again, not all of it's going to the Aniim. Most of the synagogues, there is a portion of it going to Aniim, that's for sure, whether it's holiday gifts or the personnel. So like Rabbi Bittino Shishomo said, 25% or 33%, you have to make a, a, a hashbon when it comes to that. Lesson being over here, Abotai, you have to learn the laws of Ma'asir. That's, that's the point. Which is not just, you know, an automatic There's no get-rich-quick uh, schemes. And even in the Ma'asir, there's no get-rich-quick schemes. There's a, there's a system. And, uh, okay, in the future, we'll go discuss maybe uh, some, other, uh, some other scenarios that, uh, that come up. In the meantime, I will tell you just one, uh, one derash on the Ma'asir. It says, Aser uh, Aser. Give you Ma'asir. So the Ben Ishra and the Rav Hida writes that he says, Aser Aser. What's the double language? So he says, Take Ma'asir from the word Ta'asir. Aser Aser. Take Aser from Ta'asir. Now, take the letters Ta'asir. Taf, Ayin, Sin, Resh. Taf. What's Ma'asir of Taf? Well, Taf is 400. Ma'asir of 400. Is 40, so that's a mem. Ayin, ta'asir. Ayin is 70. What's ma'asir of 70? 7. That's a zayin. Resh. Ma'asin. Sin is 300. What's ma'asir of 300? 30. That's a lamid. And then you have ta'asir, resh. Resh is 200. What's ma'asir of 200? 20. That's khaf. What does that spell? Mazalcha. If you want your mazal to be a strong mazal, asir, ta'asir. Take Ma'asid from the word ta'asid, and you'll end up with what? Mazalka, you'll end up with a strong mazal. Furthermore, the Pasuk says, Lev hacham limino. Well, we go reverse. When Abraham Abinu came along with Lot, that famous mahloket uh, uh, that Lot had with Abraham Abinu, and ultimately they, they split. So you remember Abraham Abinu's uh, ultimatum that he made to, uh, to Lot? He said, Im asemol ve'emina, ve'im ayamin ve'asmeila, which means he told them, if you go right, I'll go left. If you go left, I'll go right. Whatever way you go, I'm going to go the other way. So the darshanim, they come along and say that a kadosh baruch hu says the same thing to us. What does it mean? If you look at the word aser te aser, the aser, the dot on the scene is on the left side. Right? When you make a scene, you have to put a dot on the scene. The dot is on the left. Now when you say the word asher, osher, a sheen, the dot of the sheen is on the right side. So God says, if you go to the left and give asher, I'll go to the right. I'll move the dot to the right. And the asher will become osher. But if you go to the right and you try to keep on to your osher, I go to the left. You'll only end up with 10%. You can only end up with Asir. So therefore, Borelam says that to us as well. Im asimol, if you go to the left, ve'emina, I'll go to the right. Im ayamin, you're going to go to the right, ve'asimila. I'm going to go to the left, and therefore you can only end up with Asir. Therefore, we know the mitzvah of Asir is very great. It's one of the things that you're allowed to actually test God. Lot is a lot to Asir. 
So this aseh is so strong that it pushes away. What do you got? Oh, that's right. Mazalcha. Perfect. Perfect. And the chafani. Mazalcha. Oh, you're doing a gematria. 97. Okay, what does 97 mean? We have to figure it out. Now, by the way, let me just tell you what the mazal means. But I, I want you to know, people don't know, but they say the word mazal, they think it's luck. Okay, they use, that's not the real word. Mazal is melashon nozel. Nozel is something that flows. Nozlin. So a mazal is a, is a shefa. You want to flow. You want a mazal. You want the berachat to flow down. So we say mazal tov. You should have a good leak. You know, you should have a good, uh, a good, 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 good water pressure. You know, mazal tov. The, 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 the nizol should, be, uh, should come down to you. So we bless that mazat Hashem Rabotai. As we start learning the alakot of ma'asir from time to time, and we know the parameters more or less, and then Be'ezat Hashem uh, will be able to uh, be in the position to give Ma'asir, and then we'll be able to be in the position to receive the Beracha, uh, like it says, Asir ta'asir, Asir b'shvir shetit ta'asir. Okay, Rebutai. Amen. Quick question. Yes, what? Yes, <laughs> Yes, question. Yes, Sheila, Sheila, Zevulun, as long as the person needs the money, it can be used for Ma'asir. That, that, that's, that has the criteria. Ani and Torah. That's, that's one of the highest Madrigot. That's one of the highest Madrigot. If a person could find a needy Tamid Hakam and he makes Yisachaz Zevulun with him, it's okay to get something for your Ma'asir in that case. It's okay to get something. You're not getting an Olam That's not a problem. The post can all say 100% Mutam. I'll talk about it, Mickey. Beautiful, beautiful day. Is there a preference between an institution and an individual? Trying to get clarity on the In the individual, you can control it. That's why it's a better thing in the sense that you know the guy is Ani in an institution. said, of course, if you give it to Yeshiva, you're giving to the teachers. The teachers are Ani, by the way. Will you teach a lot of the, 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 the money is going to pay for students that can't afford tuition. You're subsidizing their tuition. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. The only difference is when you're giving it to a family member that you know, you can just, you know what you're doing. You have control of, you know exactly where it's going. That's the benefit. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Okay. Okay.